Good morning. Welcome to the morning chat with Ed Ballinger on 97.7, 1450 AM, WOV Vincennes, 97.3 FM in Washington. First guest this morning, Cheryl Werman. She is from the Family Health Center here in Vincennes. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Uh, Good good holiday. Yes. Yes. Everything went well. We had great weather Mm. and my kiddos both got to be home for Christmas at the same time. So that was really nice. All right. Well, you know, we're a kick year business now really kicks into its first full year. Yes, yes, yes. Um, As you mentioned, this will be our first full year as the Complete Family Health Center. Um, Back on July 1, the Samaritan Center Behavioral Health Offices merged with our existing Family Health Center building, um, which we provide primary health care services there. And so now we are a one-stop shop for all your care that you may need, whether you're an adult or a child. We can take care of your concerns, mind, body, and social. Um, And the great thing about that, too, is we're not just here in Knox County. We do also offer these same services in Davies County. They're in Washington. Um, We uh, maintained that old Samaritan Center building there on State Street. And then we also uh, maintained our office there in Petersburg um, on Main Street across from um, Mayor Harris's restaurant. And then uh, we do still have our office there in Lagodi um, right next to the railroad. So um, we do provide those services, all of our services in those locations as well. That's great. That's great. I mean, I mean, it's. I do apologize. I said in Vincennes. I meant you're based in Vincennes. Oh yes, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No, no, but, no, no. But that, that's good. I'm glad you brought that up. So. Yes, there's just so much about us that has kind of been a hidden secret with the Family Health Center and even with Samaritan Center previously. Um, there were a lot of uh, programs and services that. You know, I'm a lifelong resident of Vincennes, and I didn't even know all of the programs and services that were available or how to access services. And so we definitely have a lot we can share and help our community um, better and have a healthier lifestyle. Okay. Uh, We're going to talk topics uh, every time shares on uh, every month. And is there a topic you want to focus in on this morning? Well, new year, new me. You hear that a lot. And, um, you know, myself, I'm in the 50 plus bracket now. So I'm trying to be more conscientious. You youngster, you. Yeah, right. I wish. Um, Tell that to my hip, will you? You know, I'm trying to focus on on having better health for myself. And, and, you know, that's a lot of people's New Year's resolutions. And so... um, one concept that I that I feel sometimes gets overlooked is that that mental health component um, that is just as needed in having the right mindset to be successful to have that physical health component go on. And so, um, you know, as you're contemplating what you should be doing or you're talking with your providers or if you need a provider to talk to um, we would love to be able to help that as well Um, because I think I mentioned in our last show you know sometimes it's very easy for us to talk about um, I'm a diabetic and you know I have to take a pill or I take insulin or I have high blood pressure or high cholesterol and I take a pill but it's not very easy for us to say, I have depression and I have to take a pill. Nobody wants to say that. Or, um, But we need, to, we need to be okay with talking about that because we can help and encourage others by telling our story. And um, it's important to share that with our children or our parents or our siblings, those blood relatives, because they too may be experiencing some concerns or issues. And 
not realize maybe that is that chemical compound that's missing and if I take medication what a difference that will make um, because if we can get our minds trained in the right mindset and feeling confident mm -hmm. and comfortable in ourselves we're more we're going to have more energy we're going to be willing to go and do those physical exercise type things um, it'll be easier for us to accept change. So um, the Family Health Center can provide all of that for you, whether it's just one piece or the physical health, the mental health, or the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. So anyway, it's uh, it's great. Yes. It is. I mean, it's, it's, a new, it's a new year. Now, one of the things, though, that sometimes we do is we put a lot of pressure on ourselves in a new oh, year. Oh, absolutely. We, we set goals that are just... I'm not saying they're not attainable, but maybe they're so, so short sets. Yes. Where you, you know, and then if you don't get it, you, you feel bad about Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. I just sat down with somebody to go through that for myself. And that was one of the big things that we discussed is when you have um, goals in mind, you really should look at it as a short-term mid-range and a long-term goal because you slow and steady wins the race you know we the lifelong story of the tortoise and the hare you know teaches us that how that works but um you we want to make sure that we are very mindful of that because if we set a hard goal right off the gate out of the gate we're gonna just we're gonna fail and I've done that for years I, you know I, I like to say I'm kind of a sprinter I, I do really well straight out and starting in the beginning but I struggle sometimes keeping that long-term race so a marathon runner I don't ever see myself being but if, if we can look and focus and set these uh, small attainable goals kind of like that checklist that everybody likes to draw a line oh, through sure, you know sure. each time if, if you're more focused on something smaller that that's a quick or a, a, a very attainable goal and then you're able to grow and, and reach further and longer yeah it's kind of interesting and this this is everywhere not just business this is everywhere go to a gym right now they're packed mm -hmm. they're packed which is good i mean don't give it all that's good absolutely they're packed but as you get to march whatever it starts to thin down a bit absolutely and, and, and i think people just start losing maybe they try too fast yes yes and yes. that's and that's the thing is nothing wrong with going to a gym i think it's terrific it's probably, it's great for your health. Absolutely. Okay. But you look for instant success. Oh, yes. It's, it takes work. In our society, that's what we, you know, we, we can Google and have an answer to our question in 0 .003 seconds. So, um, you know, we, we have that instant instantaneous answer all the time so that you know we kind of have that concept in a lot of areas. So um, to... Um, have to wait to really see a difference in our bodies or, or reaching those goals sometimes are a struggle. And I am so guilty of that myself. I'm that person who goes to the gym January 1st and by January 21st, you know, I'm on the couch and eating potato chips. So, um, it's, it's definitely a more, uh, a big struggle for myself, but, um, we definitely can see, now, um, how keeping that focus and motivation, you know, having that motivation to keep going. Um, the big thing that has kind of helped me more recently is having somebody 
going through the same journey with me, being have that accountability person with me. And, you know, there's a lot of people in our community who are great, um, or who are professionals who can do that for us. They can help you with your nutrition. They can help you with your exercise program. And then they also offer that accountability where they're texting you and asking you, following up, you know, what did you think of that meal? Um, there's even online programs that you can use and apps for your phone to help you with that. Um, you know, a lot of the gyms have people who are trained to help you know which machines to use and when to, you know, help target those areas. So there is um, a lot of ways that you can go about getting each of these informations on the nutrition factors, because as we all know, each and one of us are all very unique and um, what works for me is not going to work for you or, you know, you may have a different health concern than I have a health concern. So we want to make sure that you're getting the right uh, nutritional information, the right exercise program. And before really, even if you are the most fit person, you really should check in with your health provider to make sure that if you're going to do a certain exercise program, or you're going to start something new that your body's not used to, that you're checking in with them to make sure that, that, um, it won't be detrimental to your physical health. That was going to be my next point <laughs> check with your doctor really before you get started yes and and just you know uh, set some attainable goals right right and that you know they're going to be able to help you understand um you know if you're working three times a week and you're doing this dietary intake and it, it's going to take you six months to lose your 30 pounds that you want or, or whatever that is, mm -hmm. they're going to be able to help you truly calculate out these attainable goals. And, you know, one of the hardest things I think for us as individuals, myself, is we talked about that instant gratification. When we look in the mirror, we see the, the person that we, we see over and over, like no matter how skinny I might be, I might still see myself as somebody that's still chunky. Um, but you know, it takes about four weeks and people who you run into, well, like coming in here each month, you know, we're going to be able to notice if we only see each other once a month that how much you've lost, where if I'm with somebody every day, they're not going to notice as much, or I'm not going to notice. So it takes usually about 10 weeks before you as an individual really start recognizing that, Hey, I'm shaping up. I'm looking good. I've lost some pounds or, you know, I, I don't have that third chin and <laughs> <laughs> anymore so um you know just be patient with yourself give yourself some credit um i'm my own worst critic and boy i can really get down on myself sometimes but um patience 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 is very important all right let's take a break we'll have more after this on waov have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger here on WAOV as Sheryl Wehrman, our guest from the Family Health Center. And our topic today is a new you and, you know, lose more in 24 or oh, whatever. Oh, I like that. I mean, you know, yeah. whatever you want. Okay, we're talking about physical stuff, but let, let's talk about 
the mental part of this, yeah. okay? A lot of people, their goal may not be health-wise. It might be goal-wise financially, socially, Absolutely. whatever. I mean, there are goals. We always think of goals as health, right? which is important. I'm not saying it's not. But there are other people who, who might be healthy but are struggling to make ends meet. Oh, yes. Okay, and, and let's face it, right now, uh, the country's not in the greatest shape. No. I mean, whether if whatever side of the aisle you're on, I don't care. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I mean, so we're having to adopt to a lot of different changes. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, every time you go to the grocery store, you notice how more expensive everything is. And of course, you know, if you're one of those being healthy people like my husband, um, everything to eat healthy, it seems to be even significantly Ooh, more. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, but you know, if you're like me and you like to go grab a heart attack and a sack through the drive through even there you're seeing the increase. So yes, absolutely. Um, that focus of, of, and discipline is, is important. You can, and, and, take those same steps and mindset that you have for whatever it is, and you can apply it to finances, um, your social activities, and, and um, you know, myself, I am very much a homebody, and so one of my goals for 2024 is to have more social involvement, um, attend more community events. Um, one of my favorites are always the spring on Maine and the fall on Maine, you know, but I hadn't attended for a while, and I always enjoyed those, so it's um, it's it's interesting that how that whole concept of getting that thought process in your mind is is just as important nutritionally, financially, socially, it's all the same. And so, um, again, if you just give yourself some small attainable goals as you continue on, you will be able to grow those and grow that confidence or mm -hmm. your savings account or lose that weight. So um, those principles are just great, solid principles to have for life in general. Sure, sure. And the thing is, again, don't put too much pressure on yourself, but, uh, you know, I, I I watch, I, I I go through the TV dial, I just blah mm -hmm. blah blah. You know, streaming channels, whatever. I'm gonna flip around, you know. And I seem like lately, I don't know if it's just a sign or it's just the time of year where there's more people talking about finances right now because maybe it is the time of year yeah. and we are getting close to tax time. Yeah, yeah. You know, people. Some people just started retirement. Yes. People yep. just. I mean, there's a lot of things really going on in January financially. And the thing that everybody says, says, don't try to live among, above your means. Oh my goodness. Okay, yes. You know what I mean? You know, it's, can I afford that? You need to ask yourself, do I really need, need that? that? Right, right. You know, and I, and I, I'm as guilty as anybody. Oh, oh yeah. I need that. I need that. I need oh, that. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. You know, you know? Absolutely. Dave Ramsey has a quote where he said, although you may be able to financially be able to afford something, it doesn't mean that you need it or that's the one Why? that you want. You know, you, like you mentioned, yes, I can't afford it, but is it actually the true need? But then when we do it, we're back to putting pressure on ourselves Absolutely. again. Absolutely. And that's what we're trying to do is avoid pressure. Try, try to avoid stress because stress leads to bad stuff. And bad habits start creeping in on you once you start having that stress. And so, um, you know, even if it's a 10-minute... Um, Setting in your car with nobody around you and it's quiet and all you can do is just breathe. 
that is a great way of letting everything trickle out and you have a clear, clean mindset and walk out. Now, if you're like me, the more I sit alone by myself or I try to be quiet or try to focus or meditate, I'm always constantly thinking of a hundred other things that need to be going on. Or I suddenly remember, oh, I forgot to do this or, oh, I forgot to do that. So mm-hmm. that's something that I'm trying to work on for myself is to share, shut that down. Because Share. You, that's my favorite word, forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I yes, forgot. yes. I keep notepads in my console of my car because I remember things while I'm driving. So when I get to the stoplight, I hurry up and grab it and jot down a couple of words. So that way, when I get where I'm going, I can write the whole note out. But it's it, it, we're so busy. Right. We are so busy. So convenience, things that you can do to make things easier for you. Um, we were talking earlier uh, before the show about uh, meal planning and prepping. And, it, you know, if I can be better about planning my meals ahead and having stuff pre pre-made and in the fridge for me it'll be easier because i usually seem to keep myself very very busy and then boom it's lunchtime and i don't really want to go make soup or a sandwich or whatever oh i'll just go through the drive-thru and grab a sandwich right and right that's not good i if i can take some time on sunday and make a few things up and have it ready to go it'd be just so much right. easier but see that's one of those bad habits i have that i gotta i gotta nip it in the bud and get better about you know that future planning i saw a dr phil's show a couple of years ago it was, it was really neat some lady really showed how she got off her medications for anxiety and, and stuff and he asked what did you do she says i cut the time i spend on my phone by one third that means no social media mm-hmm. that means no anything just put the phone away and, and for about a third of the time that she used to, yeah. okay? And it, it made a difference. Something simple could solve a lot of problems. I'm not saying that's the case for everybody. No. But I'm just saying you just got to find out what's simple. Yeah. You what, know what? what? One little thing, thing can you do? do the, that could change a lot of things. Yeah. You know, and me, I know with my hours is I just got to get sleep. Oh, yeah, I, I absolutely. Mean, that means sleep is what I just... I've got to go to bed at this time, and regardless, I can't. There's that show's on. I, you know, <laughs> I, I want to I want to catch up on the latest Reacher. You know, yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just click next episode. That is yeah. the worst thing. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a little bit. Yes, you know, yes. yes. But I'm just saying that I just it gets back to being having uh, what is it? Uh, that addictive right where need. You, you, I gotta have that dedication to say yeah. no. I just gotta be able to say no. Yes. I gotta do this and. Why we're talking about this, I'm going to bring it full circle, is the Family Health Center, okay? This is where, if you've got these kind of problems, start with you guys. Absolutely. I mean, you know, yeah, we're talking about things about New Year and stuff. Well, why are we talking about it? Because Cher works at a place that deals with this. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, and that's the thing is, I want to make sure we bring it home. This is how you guys can help. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I, I love being able to be candid and talk about real life, everything, uh, everyday life. And by sharing those experiences, hopefully it connects with somebody that, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I do too. And it's okay, but here's how we can help. Mm-hmm. Um, between uh, seeing um, a, a therapist or a psychologist or a psychiatrist, it's medication, a nurse practitioner for physical health, a doctor for physical health, um, Financially, if you're struggling and you don't have insurance, we have a navigator in each office who can help you with that. Um, 
stress of, you know, it's, it's a new year, but some businesses are laying people off or eliminating positions because of financial reasons within their business. So now you've lost income. How are you going to pay rent? Um, how are you going to buy groceries? Our navigators can help you connect to any resource locally to help fill those gaps. So to t again, take that stress off the family. Um, we can take care of children, we can take care of adults, we can take care of the elderly. Um, so whatever your problem may be, we have a person who can either one, physically take care of you and that c concern, or we have someone who can connect you to the resource to resolve that issue for you. Mm -hmm. So um, the ease of resolving some of these anxious moments for you is is a phone call away from the health center. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, we can help in, in many fashions. Um, again, just, just we're a hidden jewel of, of connectivity and resources. Um, you know, we, we even have the ability to help um, some of our patients were missing appointments because they didn't have transportation mm -hmm. or they couldn't afford the Van Gogh ride. Um, we help them with that. We have a, a, a small um, fund to help our patients resolve those problems in the homes. Um, you know, they, they have an electric bill that they're getting ready to have their electricity turned off. We help people with that. So our patients are more than just an appointment that walks in the door and sits in the chair or on the exam table. Um, we understand that there is a whole world behind them that they're fighting every day, and, we, and we're here to support that and help them have that um, relief brought to them any way that we can. Okay, so it, that's the thing is um, you're a great starting point. You, you're a great starting point for uh, anything that affects your health, and let's face it, stress does. Oh, absolutely. You know, we're talking about losing weight, so you're – your health of your body, uh, your health of your mind. Absolutely. So, you know, there's just a lot going on. And you're right. Uh, sometimes it's just so much to handle. Absolutely. You know, I, mean, I read something the other day, and this is really great, about what you should do now, especially where we live. It's really great is if you just get overwhelmed, hopefully it's a cold day outside. Bundle up, go for a cool a walk, cool, brisk walk. Yeah. Okay, we're not saying go out there and freeze and <laughs> six inches of snow, but I'm just saying there's just something about the cold. Right. I mean, I don't know if it's just it's a it's a calming feeling or what, or you're focusing in on breathing more than anything. I mean, yeah. I don't know what it is, but they, it's one of the things that's suggested. Yeah, it's like, yeah, and it, it is. And I and, and when I was really working on exercising a couple of years ago. And I was walking every day in the cold. It just, it does. It gives your body like new energy. And, and something as simple as breathing. I mean, you wouldn't think that breathing, you know, your body just does it. Why do you need to focus on breathing? Mm -hmm. But just getting some good, clean, deep breaths are, are very good. Um, something else that I, I know for myself and, and I, the more I read, the more I see is taking, um, getting up and taking a shower like mm -hmm. oh, you know I'm like oh I don't I'm not gonna mess with that today I don't want to do that and then you, your day just gets more drab I've uh, yeah. seen but you pop in the shower and you have all this new energy <laughs> so shower don't bathe and you know that helps get you focused um so sure now where how can we get a hold of you guys for all so this? We, to learn more about all that we offer you can visit our website at your that's y-o-u-r f-h-c 
fhc.org, so yourfhc.org, and that will show you all of our programs and services that we offer, all of our locations, phone numbers, information about all we can do to help you. Um, you can also call 812-494-7501, and they can help get you directed to the right office for whatever your need may be as well. I appreciate you coming in. See you next month. Thank you. All right. Stay tuned. More of the morning chat coming up on WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to the morning chat on WAOV 97.7, 97.3 FM, 1450 AM. Glad you could be with us this morning. Our next guest, Patty Ennert from Chris Burton Hospital. Good morning. Hello, how are you? I'm doing fine. Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year to you as well. <laughs> okay, we were just talking. Uh, we're no strangers. Right. We, <laughs> We've done this a few times. We've chatted a few times, yes. All right. Well, of course, when Patty's here, it could be... You wear a lot of hats. I do. I do. Um, we're here to talk about one of the hats, though. So we're going to talk about our lung screening program oh, at right. Good Samaritan. Right. Uh, new New Year. Does yep. that mean anything for you as far as lung screening, or is there? Um, there's no new uh, criteria or changes in criteria, so it's, it's still the same. People who are smokers uh, have been heavy smokers, who are, or have quit smoking and were heavy smokers. Um, they smoke uh, maybe what we call a pack year, a pack of cigarettes a day for 20 years, 20 pack year, mm -hmm. uh, between the ages of 50 and 77, and are not having any symptoms of any kind. That they know of. Correct. I mean, right. yeah, it's a screening test. It's a screening test. <clears throat> okay. Me. Do you think we'll ever have to get to a point, and this probably will be on years, but with vaping the way it is, that we'll be including vaping in this? Oh. I don't know, uh, because right now we don't include even cigars. Oh, so, what, you don't? No, they're so, not. And the reason for that is not because cigars are healthy. That's <laughs> not it at all. It's because everything is based on clinical research data. So there's no data that's out there to support that um, I did not know that. that. Yeah. Do so, I look stunned? Do I look stunned? Like, yeah, you do. I, now, don't be thinking you can, you're a scout-free if you're a cigarette smoker you're, or a cigar smoker. You <laughs> are not. I'm not. I'm not. Or, or, or vaping. You are not. Those uh, are unhealthy things. And then we could also throw in chewing tobacco if we really wanted to yeah, get Yeah, that's a, a different thing, but that's certainly a high risk for a different kind of cancer. Right. Um, so having, you know, we don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole, but head and neck <laughs> cancer is, is not fun. No. Not at all. No. All right. Let's get back to screenings. Right. Then. Okay. For cigarettes. Right. We are. So okay. again, people who meet those criteria that age 50 to 77, um, heavy smoker or quit smoking within the last 15 years and worse, a heavy smoker before that, not having any symptoms. So what happens is if you meet those criteria and you're at higher risk, that's the criteria. Um, we can do a CAT scan of your chest, and we do it at a very low dose. That's why it's called low-dose CT lung screening test. It takes about five minutes. There's no prep. Um, you're in and out of the room in about 10 minutes. Your primary care provider will manage your results, and we'll help you remember that it's time to be screened. We'll send you a letter in the mail. 
Okay. A first question that came to my mind is, would I be amazed by the number of people who qualify for this here? Yes, you would be. Um, unfortunately, we only screen about 5% of our qualifying population. Now that's concerning. It is. And really a lot of that is uh, just education, which is one of the reasons we're always so thankful to come here and talk to the public and just make people aware that this is, exists. A lot of people don't know that you can screen for lung cancer. Most people today still believe that lung cancer is a death sentence. Um, lung cancer, if found early, is very curable and very treatable. Right. And we can do that right here at Good Samaritan, right here at home. And finding lung cancer, just like any cancer, early is key. Now, true or false, you can get lung cancer and not be a smoker. You can. About 20% of lung cancers that occur in the United States are people who are not smokers. Um, there's a lot of uh, information out there about people who are at higher risk, even if they're not a smoker. Um, so like if you've had asbestos exposure, if you maybe where you're in the military and you have that, maybe you have a family history, a strong family history of lung cancer. Um, certainly those are all uh, factors that you need to have a discussion with mm -hmm. your primary care, just like you would if you had a strong uh, colon cancer history. You know, right now insurance, you know, pays for that, that screening test at a certain age. But if you're uh, very high risk, you could, you could talk to your provider and they might, might want to screen you early. It would just be processed differently for your insurance. So mm -hmm. that's the way this is too. That's why we, we try to get people that actually meet criteria first. And there are a lot, like I said, there's probably about 90 to 95% out there that are not being screened that meet criteria now I don't that know, are smokers. I don't know what the screening is for uh, lung cancer, but a colonoscopy has made major strides in it used to be the worst thing to do now it's not that tough right so we're hoping to get that information out there to the public so people don't feel afraid of being tested again it's pain-free there's no, no prep you lay on a table with your arms above your head and hold your breath intermittently for a few seconds and it's over um, don't be afraid and you know we talk about this a lot when i come on your show uh, and I, I'm very, very passionate about this aspect that for lung cancer in particular, people feel like there's a stigma and there is of having lung cancer. Like, I brought this on myself. I, I deserve this. No, you don't. No one deserves to have cancer. No one deserves that. Everyone deserves compassionate quality care and that's that's our business at good samaritan that's that's why i'm here that's why we're having this discussion we have a test that can save your life you do not deserve lung cancer why would people think they deserve it because they smoked is that it I yeah mean, and it? i society oh. society throws that on people like well what'd you think you were going to get when you smoke like that um that's really non-productive mm. conversation okay nobody should be doing that I have lost in my life, on my mom's side of the family, I have lost a grandmother and three aunts to lung cancer from smoking. Wow. Okay. I've had a lot. So you have a family history. I have a history because mm -hmm. of them smoking. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, nobody else smokes. I mean, mm -hmm. nobody's had it. Yeah. I mean, it was, and I mean, it was, I couldn't even go into the house that they, mm -hmm. those people lived in because it was just always full of smoke. Yeah. But it was the way it was brought up. They are brought up. Right, sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Just, okay, but now, nowadays, Patty, 
I asked you earlier, would I be surprised at the number of people who qualify for this? Mm -hmm. Is it because Knox County in general is a heavy smoking county? Well, Indiana is ranks right up there um, as in the top 10, I think. Um, last time I checked, they were last time I checked, they were number six, but I think they've dropped down now to like eight. So out of 50, you know, that's pretty high. So lots and lots of smoking. Um, you know, again, uh, you're right with the generations, you know, that are affected by this. It was the thing to do to be a smoker. It was cool. It was widely accepted. Watch a movie from the 40s. Right. How many scenes do you see with a cigarette? Somebody's got a cigarette. Right, right, right. And uh, that information about the uh, carcinogenic effects of cigarettes was, was tried to be suppressed. So, you know, even that harmed people by um, not letting people have the information that they but we needed. But we got a filter on them. You know, it's, you're safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not safe. So, um, but, you know, that, again, is, to me, water under the bridge at this point. At this point, we just want to let people know that you can have a test that could save your life. You know, you made some choices, some things that were, you didn't know at the time. A lot of these people that are 70, you know, some years old that have been smoking for 50 years, when they started you know, they did not know. They had no idea. Now that information is out there. Well, once you're addicted to nicotine, and it is addictive, mm -hmm. um, it is very, very difficult to stop quitting. Quitting, I cannot say enough about quitting. Please quit. Um, quitting is the, the most important thing you can do for your lung health. On the lines of quitting, how many people have you talked to who said, hey, I tried to quit, but yeah. I just couldn't? Yeah, and um, this does not come from me. I cannot take credit for this statement, but I actually heard one of our physicians at the hospital say this, Dr. Grant. He's one of our pulmonologists, and he's been fantastic in supporting this program. I heard him say that you are quitting. It's a process. When you, Even if you fail, you're, you are in the process of quitting. You are quitting. You haven't got to quit yet. You haven't got to where you say, I quit. But you are quitting by trying. And even if you fail, you are quitting. So please keep trying. Okay. Take me through the steps now. What, how you get this all going? How do you get a test if you qualify? Yeah, so that's a great question. So if you meet the criteria we just talked about, the age group, the, the 50 to 75, the heavy smoking, um, you can talk to your primary care and say, I heard about this test on the radio and I think I might qualify and they can order it for you. Basically it's as simple as that. Um, Medicare does require that you come in and talk to your doctor or your provider about this in person. Um, that way you're a part of the decision-making process. However, that's on initiation only your first test, your subsequent annual testing, which just like with anything else, like a mammogram or whatever, you would continue continue to be tested every year as long as you still meet that criteria. Okay. So over the past year, how many would you say you've tested? Um, we had tested around 550. Okay. All right. I'll be honest. That's more than I would expect. Okay. And a lot less than we could be. Yeah. Okay. See, that's the thing is what I think is a good number Patty's going to say, well, that's not what I want. <laughs> and I, well, and I understand. I understand yeah. because you know the numbers. I don't. Yeah. yeah, we need to do a better job. And again, I'm, I'm thankful that I'm here to talk about it so people know. Okay, out of those 550 so, how many of them tested positive? 
Yeah, so our percentage, I don't have that data off the top of my head, but uh, we do have an, a reasonable amount that we do find something that we need to look at a little closer. However, please cannot stress this enough, by far the vast majority are either a, a one, which is no nodules found, or a two, which is a uh, benign appearance, okay. by far by far so please don't be afraid to be tested because you think you're going to fall into that category where there's a positive finding and really a positive finding yes we do find cancer we absolutely do and thank goodness that we do because finding it early we are out there you know helping people get cured mm -hmm. we, we truly are um, before we started this program and i've talked about this before nationally and we were just like the national average three out of four people who were diagnosed with lung cancer were at a late stage, three out of four. So right now, Good Sam, it's more like 50-50 at the diagnosis. And we're actually tilting our numbers the other way. So we're finding by far more early stage lung cancers. That is super significant because there's people out there having birthdays and watching graduations and living their lives because they had this test. You know, you guys, I think, are a little bit behind the eight ball from the fact that Colonoscopy, we set a date, a t a, an age. Okay, everybody, this age, or whatever, all these tests, you have such a tight criteria that it might be hard to find people to, to get in that. No, it's really not. And uh, I mean, it's actually a pretty wide age range because the smoking for the 20 pack years, um, again, that could, I said the example, one pack for 20 years. Well, it could be two packs for 10. You see, okay. you know, so it could be three packs for, you know. That's five. why she's here, folks. And I don't <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, uh, but the point is, this is what we know from clinical data. So there was a huge study that was done. And we, I mean, it had over 56,000 participants. And it was actually stopped early because the significant finding of uh, uh, lung cancer was so great. And... Uh, we knew that we had this data and that we had to get it out there for people so that they could be tested. Okay, all right. Um, I, I tell you what, it's, it's, it's amazing. When I mean, you told me the number of people have come in and been tested, mm -hmm. and the people who I would be, num I am shocked at the numbers. But again, because this day and age, I don't see, I, maybe it's the people, I don't hang around a lot of people who smoke. Maybe that's it. I don't see it, but it's out there. Well, don't forget, you know, it's people who have quit, too. Oh, yeah. That used See, to be heavy that, smokers. That's what I mean. I keep forgetting that. All right. So maybe they don't want to. Maybe they. Maybe people think, I quit. I don't even want to know. I mean, I don't want to relive that. I quit. Well, no, but you know what? You, you need to get checked. Yeah, think about that, that grandchild that you watch after school. You know, yes, you're doing what you could. A lot of people tell me, I, I got this baby, and I decided I'm going to quit for them. So you've changed your life already because of them. Mm -hmm. So don't you want to stay healthy for them? So just be checked. Right. You know, there's nothing wrong with being checked. Again, there's no culpability. We're, we're only into helping people do what's best for their health. That's it. It's a simple test. Uh, no judgment. We just want you to be healthy for your family. Okay, all right. Are you happy with the direction this has been going? We're moving in the right direction. Again, we're changing our statistics. That is really monumental. And I mean, I, I guess 
I don't want to come across saying, you know, I'm so fantastic or whatever, but because uh, I'm not. Uh, this is a movement that's so important to community. I want the community to be healthy. And with, with that being said, when you're changing your stage of diagnosis from a death sentence to I'm going to get treatment, I'm going to live, and I'm going to you know, go on vacation, and I'm going to have birthdays, that, that's huge. And, and that's really, really why we're doing this. It's not a matter of saying, you know, we're, we're making these great strides, we're so fantastic. It's not that at all. But you are making great strides. We we totally are. I mean, yes. I mean that's I mean I know I know where you're coming from, mm-hmm. but you got to look at it also is you're doing everything you can, providing the tools, providing the tests. Right. You know, and it's, it's up to individuals. They got to make that choice. It is. You know, I'm not one to say because you know, it took me forever to get a colonoscopy, but I did. Right. I mean. Right, exactly. And and I think the more we talk about it, and it's not just us, but media in general, the more people know that, hey, you know, I didn't know you could even be tested for lung cancer. I didn't know there was a screening test. Most people do not know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to continue to have this conversation, mm-hmm. even if it is over and over and over again, because that's how you chip away at that mountain. Right. Okay. And the great news is you guys can do this. We can do it. Do it right here at Good Sam. Five minutes. I mean, it's we'll take not, care of you. I mean, that's <laughs> you just go get it done. Yeah. Just How long do it. does it usually take the results? You should get them in a, usually around twenty four hours. All right. Okay. And you get a letter in the mail from the screening program. You know that recommendations of you know we'll see you in a year. You know follow up with your provider. That was my very last question. I was going to mm-hmm. ask you. I even wrote it down. You go through the screening and everything looks good, mm-hmm. but you're still one who smoked all these years. Do you still have to continue to get screened? Yes, you still need to get screened as long as you meet criteria. So that's a long time. It's just like any other screening test that you would have in your life. You, you don't just stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to continue. And, and we're again, we're finding cancer early because people are doing this. Okay. Where can we get more information? You can call me. Um, my name again, Patty Inyert. Um, you can call me 812-885-3638. And, or you can call the hospital and ask for me, and uh, I can help you that way, too. Leave me a message. I'll call you back. Or you can contact your primary care, and you can tell them, hey, I heard about this program, this test for lung cancer, and I think I might be a candidate. Can you help me? And we absolutely can take care of you that right. way. Right. But, again, it is important that you meet the criteria, though. It is. And it's also, I think, very important that you have that discussion with your provider. I mean, who knows you better, your health better, than you and your own provider? And uh, ask the questions that need to be asked. Is this safe? It absolutely is. Is this something that I should do? And together you meet that, make that decision uh, together and uh, decide what's best for you. Okay, Patty, always a pleasure. Good seeing you, and we'll see you soon. All right, thanks for having me. All right, stay tuned more of the morning chat coming up on WAOV.